Nehushtan. Turn to Numbers chapter 21. Numbers 21. Some of you on a Wednesday night about 10 years ago thought that I had a cold and was sneezing all the way through a sermon because I kept saying Nehushtan. Numbers 21 tells us about an event that Jesus referred to in John chapter 3, and that was the brass serpent of Moses. So I just want to read it to you. It's a short history. Numbers 21, verse 5. And the people spake against God and against Moses. Wherefore have ye brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there any water. And our soul loatheth this light bread. They hated manna. And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent and set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that every one that is bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. Well, this serpent of brass served a very limited purpose for a very short period of time. And that was to heal Israelites that had been bitten by a fiery serpent. After that, it had no further use. We can call it a relic of religion. The Israelites worshipped it for 800 years. So now turn to one isolated verse in 2 Kings, 2 Kings chapter 18, where we can learn that word that I pronounced. 2 Kings 18. Sometimes... There's precious doctrine in just one verse someplace. Let me chase this short rabbit. Elijah's going to heaven. Elijah asks Elisha, his understudy, what would you like before I leave? Elisha said, a double portion of your spirit. Well, Elijah was the most spirited man Israel had had. And he said, you've asked a hard thing, but if you see me depart... God's going to give it to you. And he saw him depart. Well, how do we prove that Elisha had twice the spirit of Elijah? The way we prove it is that Elijah could raise the dead when he was alive. Elisha raised the dead when he was dead. Because Elisha's bones were in the bottom of a cave and an invading army had a dead soldier, and they threw him in the hole. And when he fell down and landed on Elisha's bones, he came to life. But it's, it's just a little verse. You better read the whole Bible. Because Elisha could raise the dead when he was dead. 2 Kings 18 is the revival of Hezekiah. Hezekiah is way down the list of kings of Judah from David. And here's his revival described in 2 Kings 18.4. He removed the high places and break the images and cut down the groves and break in pieces the brazen serpent that Moses had made. For unto those days 
the children of Israel did burn incense to it. And he called it Nehushtan. What does Nehushtan mean? A piece of brass. It's just a chunk of brass. It's just a piece of brass. It has no healing power. It has no divine power. It's a relic. It's a piece of brass. And what does it say he did to it? He break in pieces the brazen serpent. You say, what does that have to do with the second service? You'll see in a few minutes. Uh, the Lord willing. When, when God blesses a thing, or God has an ordinance, or God has a commandment or precept that changes to hold to that old thing, it's, it's, re, it's a religious relic, and it has no value. It's a piece of brass. Break it in pieces. Nehushtan. What, what, what doctrine am I saying that against? The Sabbath. It's a calendar day. It's worthless. It's an Old Testament relic. As much as the brass serpent was an Old Testament relic. has nothing to do with us. I love the Lord. Amen. You know, if you meet a Sabbatarian and you say to them, Nahushtan, they won't know what you're talking about without you explaining it to them. But it's the truth that they've taken something from the Old Testament that's now a relic, and they've tried to give it value in the New Testament, and it has none, just like that brass serpent had no value for Israel for 800 years, and all it did was bring God's judgment upon them for worshiping something other than they should have been worshiping. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, any pieces of brass, any Old Testament commandments, any meats or drinks or divers' washings, or superstitions, or traditions of men that we are still following in this church, whether in thought, word, or deed, show us, and we will break them in pieces. We want to worship you according to the due order of the New Testament. O Lord, purify us, that our worship will be in spirit and in truth, for you seek such to worship thee. Unite our hearts. Heavenly Father, stir us up by your Holy Spirit. Teach us the things that we should learn from your word. Let us delight in John chapter 5. Let us sing with all of our hearts and our might. Let us pray and be heard in heaven. We thank thee that you do hear our prayers. Let us glorify thy son, the Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen.